0: Good morning. Um, When I was meeting with a couple of our middle schoolers and high schoolers a few weeks ago, and we were just kind of talking about what they valued and and, um, their goals in life and how I could support them, right, in in those values that they had, they said donuts. So um, that's easily done. So I told them that I would have donuts here for high schoolers and middle schoolers every week through the summer. And I know Kira is sitting there in the second row, But I'm going to have them here in the front rows. I'm just sort of training. I'm training our young people in donuts. So they will be in the front rows on this side and this side. So whether you're a middle schooler or a high schooler or not, and you want donuts, well, this is where you got to come and get them. But if not, if they don't have anybody here, feel free to pass those back, Tom. Kira, feel free to come up here and grab donuts for that. Today, we're in Ephesians 5, and we're talking about, uh, it's called Made for More, and and that Jesus said that he was the king of the universe, right? And as the church, we are meant to be his fullness in the world. We are made for more. And so today, we're, we're in Ephesians 5, and we're talking about more opportunity, an opportunity, how to kind of seize the opportunities that you have before us. So this last week I was listening to the radio and it's about people seizing opportunities and I heard about this guy who in this last week there was a hurricane happening and he's a storm chaser and a meteorologist in Iowa. Did you guys hear about this guy? Um, And he seized this moment to get engaged, right? Behind the hurricane. And so here's this, I had the picture of this that he he engaged to his partner uh, this last week. That's image number one. Don't have it? He seized the opportunity. Not that we have to have it right in here, but I believe it was imported in. I'll take off my glasses just to see. Should I move on? They're on the jump drive. I um, I got another seven images to go along after this one. <laughs> um, and I'm looking for how I seize my opportunity here. Um, in order, so it was. A, it, I was kind of thinking about seizing opportunities when I got engaged to my wife 17 years ago. I did not seize the opportunity. So here's a little life lesson for you. So this guy got his he seized the opportunity of a, of a hurricane and stepped up there and got engaged. I bought pizza and Coca-Cola. We watched a movie, and then I asked her to marry me after that. Amazing moment, (laughs) right? Now, pizza was our favorite food, and Coke was our favorite drink, and being together was our favorite thing. So I thought that was enough, and guys, it's not. (laughs) So we're talking about more opportunities. You have to seize the opportunity and go big when you're doing a proposal, Right? so if you've got your big proposal stores because everyone asks you that question, how did you do it? If you've had the opportunity to do so, you've got to go big. You can't go small, right? So seize that, that opportunity. Any luck on grabbing those images? Do you need to talk more? Just a little bit more? Let's see. This is dangerous. I see a thumbs up coming. Is everybody in a small group? Anyone in a small group going on right now? Oh, oh, there we go. Okay, so you can see the hurricane behind him. Here's this guy from Iowa sees in this moment a storm chaser and a meteorologist, and he gets engaged there and that. Now, as we think about more opportunities, um, I want to give you some um, motivational things about seizing opportunities. I mean, you might as well, right? Motivational things. So I got some slides here. So here's the first one motivational things from, from the Facebook creator. Number two, Mark Zuckerberg. Do we have the other ones as well? Yeah. Awesome. Here we go. We're going to start moving through these. So here's his: In a world that's changing real quickly, the only strategy that's guaranteed to fail is not taking risks. So we're talking about more opportunities. There's Mark Zuckerberg, other person. So here's our president as well, who has some things here to say about seizing opportunities. As long as you're going to be think, as long as you're going to be thinking anyway, think big right? Well, if you want someone else, here's Hillary Clinton, and here's her talking about seizing opportunities. Every moment wasted looking back keeps us from moving forward. Here's Churchill on seizing opportunities. A pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity, an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. Now if you've looked at all these statements and you're like, "Hey, there's a lot of white guys up there saying talking about opportunity and, and one lady." And if you look at patents on people making new things, the majority of them are rich white guys. And so just to throw a mix in here, here's someone else saying something about opportunity. Her name is Leah Jana, and she says that talent is equally distributed, but opportunity is not. And so that, that's an interesting thing about seizing opportunity. But here's another one of Thomas Edison that most people miss opportunity because it is dressed in overalls and it looks like work. <laughs> and so if you've looked at all these things from opportunity and pictures and you say, wow, that's like you're, you're bringing up all these opportunity things and even some difficult ideas of what's happening in our world with the idea of resources going primarily to only a small group of people, but a lot of opportunities not going to other people. These are hard conversations. And these are things that we're going to be talking about on August the 17th, on Saturday morning, about, hey, how do we have hard conversations? There's so many different people who who have so many different ideas around things of politics and vaccinations and and life and marriage and abortion and all this kind of stuff. How is it that we can be a, a people who can engage in difficult conversations and sit at the table and love people and welcome people, the people who are in our neighborhoods, Who don't look like us. Who are different in a diverse, beautiful world. Most of us don't know how to do that. Our world doesn't know how to do that. Our political system doesn't know how to do that. Our schools don't know how to do that. And churches don't. We want to equip us. How can we be with people who are different with us? And listen and learn. And be someone who can say, come sit at my table. I want to know you. So we're going to train on that. Because we all stink at it. Our world stinks at it, and we want to create a better one where we can pull people different around the table. And so that's going to happen on August the 17th at 9 a.m. It's just huge for who God is wiring us to be. Jesus was one of those people who pulled all kinds of people around the table. So join us for that. And if you've, you've heard enough just about circumstances and hard things, here's the final one who just breaks the mold, Bruce Lee. To hell with circumstances, I create opportunities. There you go. So we're talking about creating more opportunities from Ephesians. And we're going through this. And the people of God, as Ephesians is going on, they have been sent and placed strategically by Jesus on mission. They're sent to be the fullness of him. Mission begins by expressing the fullness of Jesus where we live, where we work, where we serve, and where we play. Every disciple is a missionary in a unique mission field where God has placed them. Which becomes a personal mosaic of mission as we all step into those. All of these overlapping mosaics of mission are Jesus' plans to express His fullness into every corner of culture, into every sphere of society. Each mosaic significantly extends the footprint of His fullness. And so, if you've got your little one pager that you got with your program today, here's the thing if Jesus is more, which He is, He's the King of the universe then we are made to go more. We are made for more opportunity. Our goal, is to, our goal is to embrace our mission field and to make the most of every opportunity, to express the fullness of Jesus to others. And that's what we want to talk about, this idea of expressing the fullness of Jesus to others, of making the most of every opportunity. This is from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, and then 14 to 20. This is a text that I want to look at today. How do we make the most of every opportunity of being the missionaries where we live and work and pray, that our missional footprint gets lived out? Here's Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. You were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. For you... This is why it is said, verse 14: Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another with psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here is Jesus' text. Or this was Paul's text in Ephesians 5. You were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. This is a when Paul is saying this, I mean he's he's quoting words of Jesus. He said, You want in darkness, live as children of light. You are light. Paul encountered Jesus on the road. He was a disciple of Jesus, discipled by his followers. So when Paul is saying this, he's he's quoting Jesus' words. And Jesus in Matthew 5 said this about this. He said, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Live as children of light. This is a text that is missional. It's not so much like, oh, don't be dark, don't do bad things and be people of light. No, it's it's meant to move you as Jesus did, your light. So let your light shine in the world. Let your good deeds be seen. Being seen by your neighbors through the places where you're living, where you're working, where you're serving. This was a missional text from a missional God extending it to a group of people saying, make the most of every opportunity. You are the light of the world. We've been trying to do some things in order to highlight some of our heroes and to mark this. I found this on, on Amazon, this sort of steampunk style, old school lamp, right, to kind of remind us of the work that God is inviting us into to be lights into the world, to shine his light, to experiment in the world, to begin to learn with the resources and the passions and the purposes that God has given us and to be a people who shine a light. And one of our goals in the next 10 years is that we would have 100 missional communities, a community of people coming together to move out into their neighborhood or workplace or into an issue in the world, expressing, uh, fulfill, being the fullness of Jesus there, being the goodness of God in their deeds spilling into every nook and cranny of society. And we have these groups that are in our community now who are living into this and and beginning to dream and ask questions where God is inviting them. How is their light to shine into the needs, into the relationships of others? What is this light going to look like? But this is what they were made for, to be children of light, that their good deeds would shine and they would give glory to God. One of those groups that I think is continuing to move into this beautifully. And I'm not, you know, none of our groups have names, and so we gotta name them. We kind of have leaders and stuff with that. But Bert and Kathleen and and Pete and Ben, I don't know, I don't, and I think Nate's a part of that. But you guys are a group who are living into this, trying to figure out how to let your light shine, whether that's with people who are displaced, either being lonely in a city looking for community, whether it's dealing with the homeless, or engaging in your neighborhood. And so I want to commend you guys as a group to continue to say yes to that go wherever Jesus is sending you, Are you so Pete and, and Kathleen and, and Pete I, I see you Bert um, if you're part of that small group you guys kind of stand if that's your group if that's your people they continue to pull people into it and this, this is awesome right so we commend you for that let, let your light shine we're looking to farm 99 more of those Who's up for it? So I want to I want to give you this guy's little I don't know where is your group meeting now? Ben, put this in your house. We affirm you guys. Go, go, go. As the spirit of God is leading you. Now that's not the only there's these pockets of people that are doing this. Oh yeah. You're our hero. We're going to have theme music every time we, listen, we mention a hero. You guys are a hero. You're stepping into it. So he says, you were once in darkness, but now you're, you are the light of the Lord. Live as children of the light. We're following the example of Jesus. This is beautiful. Okay, verse 14. So this is why it said, wake up. Wake up from your sleep, O sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Be careful how you live, not as unwise as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. So again, these are Jesus' words when he was talking about the wise and the unwise. What are the wise and the unwise when Jesus in this same text of Matthew 5, when he was like, how do we live as wise? Well, you live as wise people by hearing what God is saying and you act on it. That's the wise person. The foolish person who hears what God says, hears Jesus' teaching and does nothing with it. There was an opportunity and nothing became of it. Why not? Because they did nothing with what they heard. That's the difference between the wise and the unwise. How do you make the most of every opportunity? You hear, you find out what God's will is, you hear what He's saying, and you do it. You act on it. I've got another hero, Mark. Fame music, please. So you heard the stories of Amanda and Maria. Right? Today, hearing from God about this opportunity to extend mission into the world, right? Of hearing God inviting them in order to head off to, to Africa and to serve, hearing that they knowing that they are missionaries where they live, work, serve, and play. And so, Amanda, Maria, I've got I've got a gift for you. These are some green earbuds that look like Genesis colors. This marks our hearing and doing. Would you come up? I want to affirm your hearing and doing. I want to invite you. Continue to hear and then do. That's the wise person. I do like that song too. I mean, it helps. We've got the other one from Footloose. Um, I need a hero. That, we'll work that in some other time. <laughs> Be careful how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity. Again, this is, this is they're talking about a missionary God. And a missionary Jesus who's saying, listen, how to make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Understand what God's will is. All of these things are the same things about stepping in and listening and living out what God's inviting us to do, to make the most of every opportunity. So over this summer, the summertime brings all sorts of different stuff. And, it's about, and the summertime gives us way more opportunities in order to engage with people. Right, And we want to encourage you over this summer, what would it look like to make the most of every opportunity? What, what would that look like? How would that look like to, to make the most of warm days when you're outside, to make the most of longer days, to make the most of the sunshine? For many of us, we take vacations in the summer to make the most of the summer, so what does it look like to make the most of those times, to make the most of those days when you get invited by coworkers to join them more often in the summer, when you get invited to lunch more, or to dinner, or outside, you're seeing people. How do we make the most of every opportunity? What could that look like for us to be ready to make the most, understanding what God's will is for us? Well, Paul goes on and gives us some more details. Here's the first thing in verse 18. Don't get drunk on wine. So if you want to make the most of the opportunity, but you like to drink a little bit too much, that's a bad idea. Drinking never leads to making the most of an opportunity. It doesn't mean that you can't drink, but don't, don't get drunk. Don't be stupid with how much you drink. Come, nothing good comes from this. So here's what Paul's saying. He's like saying, "Hey, gosh, we want to make the most. We want to engage. So don't get drunk. but let's be influenced and filled by God's spirit. So he goes in that, "Make the most of every opportunity. Don't, don't get drunk. But be filled with God's spirit. It's in verse 18. And then it says, Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the spirit. Sing and make music from the heart to the Lord. So here's a couple of things, right? About making the most of every moment. Be filled with God's spirit. Being filled, allowing God to fill us with himself. Of Having that reality that he is with us and in us. This is his gift. Verse 19, it says this, speak to one another. See, making the most of, a, of, of the opportunity is about being with people. That's what, that's what the opportunity in the days that we have. It's about our engagement with people and our engagement with God. That's about making the most of the opportunities. So it says, speak to one another with hymns and songs and things. Encourage each other. Build each other up. And the final word the, here it says, it says, um, speak to each other with songs from the spirit. How many of you guys took the fivefold last week? You may take that test. Are you not raising your hands because you don't like to show yourself out there or you just didn't do it? How many people took the five-fold? Raise, raise your hands? Oh my gosh. How many here were not here last week? All right. <laughs> take the, fi- the fivefoldsurvey.com, go take the test in there. But in it, one of the gifts is one that's called prophecy. And it's just meant being able to encourage. It's being able to get a a message from God to encourage when anybody in here tests high on prophecy. And so for those who do so, it's like, here's one of the things about seizing the moment. It says when you get a pinch and a prompting from God, share that. Take that risk. Make the most of every moment. You might come across weird, and you can even say things like this. This might be weird, but it might be from God. Here goes. And and roll it out. Make the most. Engage with people, encourage them. Teachers, encourage people with the words that you have. Evangelists, encourage with the stories of what God has done in the past. Make the most. Have a song in your heart was the other part. I mean, this encourages us to take the most of the opportunities when we have songs in our heart. This this is a way, having songs in our heart, and the final one of this text says, um, always giving thanks to God for everything. This is gratitude. These two things prepare us in order to be a people who make the most of every opportunity. It's about preparation. When you're prepared in order to engage with people, having a song in your heart, prepares us to engage and being grateful. These were encouragements that Paul said, "You want to make the most of the opportunity? Here's some preparation. See, preparing ourselves is one of the key things in order to do this. And so with the remaining time, let me just give you a couple of key points in here from this text and encourage you with how I would love for us to extend this making the most of every opportunity preparation is crucial so prepare yourselves janelle was just sharing that list last week when when she was coming up she popped over to carmel and she said that she there was a song that she's been singing all week long about god being her breath right and and it made her be grateful but it also made her pray for other people and she said i was praying for you carmel all week long As that song was there was a song um, in my heart and there's something about having something that is stored in there that prepares us to see things differently, to respond to people differently, and to engage differently in the world. So, so what is the song that's in your heart? What is the song that you could be singing that could prepare you in order to engage and to make the most of every opportunity? We need preparation. We need to prepare ourselves. We need to prepare our homes. We need to prepare ourselves in order to make the most of opportunities. We need to prepare our schedule by giving ourselves time so that we can make the most of opportunities with people. If you cram packed your summer already and you've got no room for other people who invite you to join them or to invite them into your home, then we're already missing it. Of making the most of every opportunity to be with people. That's one Number two, we need to learn to recognize opportunities. And this was the statement that, um, that we all, I think I loved most of these inspirational quotes um, that Edison is quoted with, most people miss opportunity because it's dressed in overalls and it looks like work. And to recognize opportunities, it, it, sometimes it's this, that life's opportunities are most likely disguised as problems that require hard work. They require us to do something and they they require emotional discomfort. And this is why most people fail to recognize these opportunities. They they miss seizing them, making the most because it's actually going to cost you something to seize that moment. It's gonna cost you your time, your money, your energy, your sweat. As you see that difficulty, which is an opportunity to step in with the good work that God's invited us to. Frank Laubach, a so missionary in the Philippines, in the, and we, we, we shared about him that he tried to live every moment and every minute of the day. He would try to think of Jesus for one second for that minute, right? So that residue, that he'd be prepared in every moment to recognize the opportunities that God had before him. So he said that when he was hanging out with people in the Philippines who were mostly Muslims and they didn't serve the same God, they they didn't know the God, they didn't know Jesus who Frank was trying to share. So all he would do, he would walk around the group of people that he was with when he was at a party or a gathering in the city and he would just pray. He'd He'd look at them and he'd just pray to himself silently, Jesus, Jesus, come Holy Spirit, silently in his head as he looked at people. Preparing himself to seize the opportunity. and Then he said this. When a need showed itself. And it would. When a need showed itself, he would meet it if he could. What kind of posture would that be? If we engaged and we were prepared and we learned to recognize opportunities by needs that we saw. In others and around us. At the pain or the struggle or that. When we saw a need. What would it look like if we had a community of people who would, would, would gather and rally around a neighborhood or a family Says, hey, I have this need that I saw in a neighborhood and I can't meet it myself. Could, could you, as a missional community, could we meet that? They begin to recognize opportunities by seeing the needs. I mean, what would that be like? I mean, Nate has been sharing his, his journey in the foster care system, right, about by caring for foster kids and then seeing this great need in other families who are uh, fostering kids too and how painful it is, how much weight is there, how difficult it is. But as he's stepping into it, he's seeing a need for support for foster families and his whole family is wanting to create space over the summer to invite other foster families from around this area to come together, to have a barbecue, and to be together to encourage each other. And he's doing this because he, they saw a need in their own family as they were doing it. And they saw how painful it was. Uh, Mark, can I have the hero music again? And so, Nate, can, uh, uh, Rome, is Rome still in here with you? Oh, he's in the lobby. Nate, would you come and get, I got a little something else for you. Oh, there's mercy too. <laughs> so this is a flask, an experimental flask, right? You can mix things in it, and right, and in life, this this kind of experiment at times, right? We're trying to figure out where it is that God's inviting us, and you guys have been experimenting as a family. Right, you've been experimenting with how do we use our home, how do we use our resources. And there's something about experiments, they're really cool. Right, if you ever watched any of those experiment things, but they can be, they can be really boring. But they also can be really cool. But there's another part, they're kind of dangerous, sometimes they explode in your face. Right? And this family knows what it's like to experiment and have something explode in their face. This is the part about stepping in, right, about seizing those opportunities. So here's a little flask. because you guys are our hero, to continue to experiment, continue to step in, even though it is dangerous, and it happens to spill over and may burn you a little bit, but continue to do it. This is about making the most of every opportunity for you guys. <clears throat> so we recognize these opportunities. By sometimes stepping into the problems that we see around us. Stepping into the needs that we're seeing. We're looking for them and we're engaging them. The other part here. We want to move first. And so this is the whole part where we recognize the opportunities that we, we move first to meet needs. This is the part. We move first. Be the first to meet needs. That's how we're, that's how we're going to seize the moment too, right? We're going to be the people who move to meet needs. As God reveals them to us, he said, you are light. Show your good deeds. So we're going to be the people who move. And that is costly. That's why I think it says, prepare yourself. Have a song in your heart. Be grateful for all that God has done. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because if those things aren't happening, and you try to be a person who says, yes, God, I'm going to step into what you're invited, and I'm going to meet needs. Sooner or another, you're going to see how empty your cup is. But the way that we remain is that we continue to get filled by God's spirit. We continue to be encouraged by having a song in our hearts. And we continue to remember to be grateful and giving praise to God for all the good that He thinks that he's done. Here's a fourth part about seizing every moment. You've got to take risks. Life involves taking risks. And if you're going to seize the opportunities that God has given, it's going to demand that you take risks. I don't know why it seems like we're in a world or even the church just so scared of taking risks. I mean, I've talked with neighbors who are afraid to invite people into their homes because they're afraid people are going to see their stuff and rob them. Afraid to welcome people into their space to be known because the needs of them will be so demanding. Making the most of every opportunity, stepping into what God's inviting us, stepping into his will will demand risk. And we're going to roll the dice. We don't know how it comes out. When we've done the risk of inviting people in, we've been robbed before. It's just stuff. (laughs) Who cares? It's stuff. But we're stepping into the opportunities that God has created for us. This is what life is. It's not being asleep. It's being fully engaged, making the most of it. And the final encouragement I want to give you about Making the most of every opportunity, as we step into it, even encourage you to do this today, is to go small. You don't think about changing the world. We can go small. We can take small steps of stepping into the opportunities that God has given us. We can step into those things with small ways. That we can begin to learn these risks. You don't have to think about changing the whole world. You can begin change, start stepping into the opportunities in your neighborhood. You don't have to think about changing your whole organization at work. But what if you stepped into a few coworkers' lives? Or into your team, right? We can start small in this kind of engagement that we think God's inviting us in order to seize the moment of making the most of every opportunity that God has given us. This summer, we've kind of been encouraging our whole staff team, and here's what I want to encourage you to. We want to encourage you to take the most of every opportunity. And we want to encourage you to think ahead and make a plan that over the summer you could have some opportunities. Some missional opportunities to engage, maybe with your coworkers or in your neighborhood. And we want you to think ahead and begin to plan those. We want you to say, what would it look like for you to do that, to make the most of this summer where it's warm and fun and good, to engage differently? Where would it be? With whom would it be? I want to encourage you, think small. What is that? Or think, I don't how are you going to think? But where is God allowing you and breathing into you to make the most of the opportunity? So we're inviting our staff team to do this and the elders of the church to do this. The elders, we haven't told you, but we're going to start encouraging you to document this too. But, but here were some. So Nate said that over this summer, they're going to be looking at some strategic opportunities to, to um, have some uh, hot dog picnics with grieving foster families. And Jenna and her family are going to, they just moved into a new neighborhood and they're going to invite the band families from Tom's work, where he's the band director um, and they're going to invite those new neighbors over for a barbecue, and, and Nikki's going to have backyard bar- backyard fires in their backyard and invite the different people whom God is continuing to pull around them from their network of, of, of friends and in their neighborhood and Um, One of the things that I know that Carmel and I are longing to do is to pull out my smoker. And uh, on Father's Day, I'm hoping that the weather is good and we're back to put some sausages on the smoker. And to pull it into the front yard and invite the neighborhood fathers over to be a part and to eat sausages. And I'm probably going into more details about the meat um, because I'm hungry. And Amanda... (laughs) Is talking about her neighborhood and putting a hot dog grill on the street in her driveway, and Vicki is talking about opening up her home to the serving teams and cooking, and Brenda's talking about cooking and inviting neighbors to a, a driveway barbecue, and Manya's talking about her family serving together to host children. Right? So we're saying, What does this look like to create more opportunity and to step into it? And that's why I want to invite you, says, Hey, here's it: be children of light. What, what could that mean for you, for your family? where is that place where there is opportunity we can make the most of it over the summer what could that look like to engage missionally as jesus was said be you are light so let your good deeds shine where and with whom and how will you do that i want to invite you to make the most of it to go to risk to look for needs and meet them Father, would you breathe your Holy Spirit as you said that the only way that we do this is that you prepare us. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill us. Fill our minds with a song. Equip us, God, for what we need today. Would you give us imagination so we would know the opportunities that you've put before us that we could seize them. We could make most of it. We would know what your will is. We could live as wise who hear and do where we, God, would stop sleeping and wake up and let your light shine on us. So Holy Spirit, fill us. Give us the energy. Fill our cups, God, to step in to the places and the situations that you're inviting us. To make the most of them. Give us courage to risk. Remove the fear, God. God. Fill us with energy so that we could put on the overalls and actually serve. The energy to be able to say yes when something would actually demand something of us. So God help. Holy Spirit, fill your people. For your purposes. So they can make the most of every opportunity that you are giving them. Where they work, live, serve, and play until the ends of the earth. We pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So church, may you make the most of the opportunity of today. Thanks for being with us. Uh, a little impromptu. If you would like elder prayer, you heard the stories of people getting healed hurting and if you've come in and and some people even grabbed me and said that they had some scenarios they would love to have prayer for Um, and you hear how God is working and moving when people pray if you'd like to be prayed for or if you have a need within your family you don't have prayed for I know I've got a few elders here I saw Dan I saw Sandra there might be some other elders I couldn't see in there but if you're here and you would like prayer I'll invite you to come forward right as we dismiss and we would love to pray for you have a great Sunday And may Christ shine upon your hearts and everywhere you go. Go in peace.